If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to it. A Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Jason Matthews and Scotty Sattler. Sats, I haven't seen you in ages. Thank I know. you. Hello, how are you? No, I'm really good. I don't Oops. know why I said thank you. <laughs> good to uh, see you again. Mate, it's been a, been a long while. Um, big show tonight. Uh, last, yesterday, you and the Rats yeah. caught up with Tim Sheens. I heard this chat. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And you know what? There's probably some listeners thinking, oh, how come he didn't hammer him because the Tigers are going so badly? I respect the man too much. I know what he can do to a club, especially when you're coming from the back fence. And it just takes time. And so we had a chat about the West Tigers, some of the positions and some of the players in their positions, but also more about the game as well. We pick his brain about some of the, mm. you know, some of the, some of the players that he's coached and, you know, just the influence they had on him yep. as a coach. Yeah, he's, he's a really good guy, a great guy. I'm looking forward to catching up with Brisbane Raw um, A-League women's goalkeeper Hensley Handcuff. Not she, be- she's a character. Well, I've seen her in interviews. She's a real character. Well, not just because she's from Oklahoma. Yeah. The fact that we've both been champion goalkeepers in our time. and Well, I was in goals because I was the fattest kid in the team. <laughs> right. That's fact. That is an absolute fact. <laughs> they go, hey, fatty, you stand in goals. They had the big gloves on. You look like Humphrey B. Bear. And a donut in one hand. <laughs> Mate, people couldn't get the ball past me. Anyway, we're great. You'll hear some pretty good uh, discussion between a couple of goalkeepers. Uh, you might not understand the language, Sats, when we get to it, yep. all right? So just bear with me. And Callum Stone from Game Day Squad, this is the best fantasy football competition there is. It's fantasy football with playing cards. It's really good. We'll have a chat to him about that as well. Hey, top story today, uh, Jaden Campbell. The Eels have identified him as their X factor number fourteen. Yeah, mm, it's an interesting one, isn't it? They're, yeah, we, we, yeah. We had a lot of our listeners um, on the text line that were you know, had a, quite an opinion around what's going on with Clint Gutherson, the Parramatta Eels going through the front door and saying, "Hey, you're our fullback, but we need to start looking after Plan B as well." And I, I, I say I take my hat off to Parramatta just for their succession planning. And not a lot of clubs look that far ahead when you've got a really good player there who's still only, what, 29, 30? I think he's 29 at the end of the year. Um, yeah, but Jaden Campbell's one of those guys that in the meantime he could play centre, he could play on the wing, he could play 14. and I like him coming off the bench at the Titans. Yeah, but, you know, he's, AJ Brimson being out at the moment with a really bad hamstring tear is a concern, and he's going to get plenty of game time at the moment. When AJ comes back... Jaden is always going to be that number 14. We'll have to get AJ to come in mm. one day. He needs to put his shirt on, but yeah. we'll need to get him coming. Never wears a shirt, does Never he? Never, no. Rotten haircut. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Looks like he's just done time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah interesting. Uh, interesting at that one. Oh, interesting to see how that one um, pans out. It's a, you know, a lot's happened this week you know, with the – 
the Gutho situation, the Joseph Sueli, which you've had so much feedback on from the listeners, the Jack Whiten one, he's got yeah. a he's got a clause that he can be released, but he's going to see the open market. Ricky's not going to let him leave. Well, I don't Canberra. think he will either. Like, no. but there are a few. That's clubs. his son. That's his unofficial. Well, but there's a there's a few, and this is what sparked this is the Joseph Sueli and the Mitchell Moses situation. Mm. So, is rugby union an option? His manager will be looking at that. Oh, they're going to say that anyway, right? Absolutely, they're going to look at that. We're after the back of Suali, but also on the back of Moses as well. Now, he's going to be the million-dollar player at the Raiders. Absolutely, he deserves to be too. But there's some clubs who are paying more. The Dolphins would pay him more. When's he up? When's he available? Is it 2025 or 2024? 2024. So too soon for the Titans. Yep. Because they've got four in. Yep. Really interesting. Probably mm. the Roosters. They've got a bit of space in the salary cap. That's where you'll end up. I bet you 100 bucks he ends up at the Roosters. <laughs> what, 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 what is it? What do you reckon? Uh, no, nah, he won't. What about Bulldogs? No, well, they've got Burton. And whether they see Burton as a centre. Burton's centre. a centre. Yeah, but they've got Burton. They've, they've spent some money. Reed Marnie, uh, Viliami kick out. They, they wouldn't be able to fit him under the cap. You, you, well, you wouldn't think that they'd be able to fit him mm. under the cap. Where do you think you might end up? 0457 736 736. A Tim Sheen's chat is on the way next on Sports Day. It was a beautiful day. The award winning seven seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Great moments in rugby league history, of course, the West Tigers' first premiership in 2005. And one of the masterminds behind that, he's one of the master, the most astute minds in rugby league. And so much respect for this man and um, current head coach of the West Tigers. And he's taken time out of his busy day to join us on Sports Day. I talk of, of, of other than none other than Tim Sheens. How are you, Timmy? Good, Scotty. How are you, mate? I'm very, very well. Matty Rogers is here as well. Hey, Tim Sheensy. And um, yeah. I'm Matt. Before Long we, time, mate. Yeah, it has yeah. been, yeah. Before we get into uh, any rugby league talk, I, I just want to say thank you for uh, your kind message about, about Dad. And it took me back, Sheensy, about when um, I, I came to the club in 2004. I said, Dad, you would have played against Tim, did you? He goes, oh, yeah, I played against him. He said, I think it would have been 70, maybe 71. He said, we played on the yeah. same side of the scrum. And he said, that guy knew yeah. how to fight for the loose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's me big head, mate. I, uh, <laughs> I made it difficult for your dad to uh, to stick his head in the scrum. In those days, it was uh, fight for the loose. Um, and uh, nice and pertinent too, mate, talking about scrums when we lost a scrum feed the other day. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't happen very often. Uh, which just doesn't happen. Well, when I spoke about the props, as I was telling you today, Scott, and I said, listen, you lost the loose. And... And they both looked at me as much say, what do you mean? <laughs> so that's where we're at. <laughs> What's the loose head? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Tim, it's Matt, mate. Um, yeah. so, so, sorry, yeah, mate. mate. It's, uh, I, I was just I, – I look at rugby league 
uh, NRL coaches and I, the pressure that is on rugby coaches, it almost seems unfair. Um, I wonder with someone with a career of, of like yours, why you would come back and, and throw yourself back into the fold. Is it the, the thrill of, you know, lining up week in, week out or developing young players? What is it that brought you back? Well, I was initially mad asked to come back and help with um, in an administrative role and, and was happy to do so and spent the best part of last year doing that. So, um, but the, the situation when uh, become untangible with Madge and the club um, was to find an, op- an option and, you know, it's, you know uh, we, were, we were chasing options in that regard. Anyway, at the end of the day, um, uh, then it was thrown at me about maybe Benji and mentoring. So in real terms, doing a an interim job. So normally you start with a contract and then you hope to extend your contract. So at the moment, I'm starting with a two-year contract knowing that ends in two years and then Benji takes over for the next three years. So it's basically mentoring him um, to to take the club down the track in, in you know, as I said, in uh, two more years' time. Yeah. How is it with that relationship... Tim, is, is it is it more of um, him shadowing you and watching you coach, or is it more about um, him having a lot of input into the side? Or how, how does that work from from an outsider? It'd be interesting yeah. to know how that sort of works. Well, it's interesting, yeah, Matt, because Tim and I was a little unsure about how much I would throw to him, how much I would want to dominate, and so on. But a lot of head coaches today, you know, when you put on an offensive coach or a defensive coach, you've got to give them their run. You've got to let them go with it, you know. So with with our with our makeup, David Ferner obviously handles uh, the defensive side of the um, of the team. And Benji and Robbie do offense, Benji good ball and Robbie get outs, you know, from your own end, that type of thing. Yeah. So they're running the offensive side and um, and David runs the D and I'm managing that from uh, over the over the, the four of them, so um, yeah. So I, I have my say. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. And yeah, when we talk selections and we talk um, development and so on. But when we're talking about say recruitment, um, we don't do anything that Benji won't agree to, because <laughs> if it's going into his ear, if I put someone on for twelve months, that's different. Yeah. But if we're going to do a three-year deal or a five-year deal with someone, he. He has to agree. So what what it happens, mate? When when the transition comes, the end of next season, um, there won't be anyone in the system, uh, uh, management or uh, management. I think football management or um, or players that he won't want. Yeah. Um, so they'll be there. So it's, it's he. He's got fresh, clear water to um, to to take it from there. Mm. A lot of the kids will be two years older too, mate, and um, and two more pre-seasons from. Uh, on top of this preseason, just gone will make a huge difference oh, yeah, to our big, development. Big as well. difference, yeah, you're yeah. seeing that with the Broncos yeah. players now. You've been in this situation before, oh, Tim. Yeah. 2003 when you came to the club, yeah. uh, 2004 finished ninth, and then 2005 you win the competition. So, from your experience, mm-hmm. what's the message? The best way to keep this playing group? I know it's only early on in the season, and maybe that's the message. Mm. It is only early on in the season. How do you keep them positive? How oh, do you keep yeah, them up? Mate. Well, there's a number of things, Scott. One's um, reminding them of those sorts of things. The history of the club and the history of football is, you know, look at England at the moment. Warrington, they're going to sack him in his first coaching year last year. Now he's leading the comp. Over here, all of a sudden, you know, um, 
the Broncos have gone from zero to 100 and, and are leading the comp. So, you know, it, it is about the year at hand and the next year. The good thing about our game this year, the guys know, is there's always next half, there's always next week, there's always next year. Now, for the coaches, that doesn't always count because they, we get punted at times, but the game goes on, mate. No matter what, the game goes on, the club goes on, and the most important thing is the team and the club in real terms. Um, and uh, they're two old, great old foundation clubs, and they'll continue to survive, even though they get bashed and so on. But we'll have our time in the sun. Um, everyone does. You know, you know, in a, a decade of playing at a club, you'll get maybe one or two, if you're lucky, chances at a, a premiership. Mm. You know, that window of opportunity. And then it sometimes goes when everyone retires together. or, For instance, when we lost Scotty Prince after 05 and a number of senior players. Or Parramatta can go back all the way to um, to the uh, to the 80s and lost um, Sterling and Kenny. Never recovered from it. They still talk about who's the, you know a halfback play there to replace Peter Sterling. So you know these things come and go in cycles. And um, so you know keeping their heads up is about there's always that opportunity and we grow every week. There's no such thing as a perfect game and don't even think you can play it nor coached. I can't. I don't know any player could write down a date where he played the best game, uh, as in a perfect game. Uh, it just doesn't happen. It's always about pushing forward towards that goal. And uh, the other thing is to keep them positive, showing them the things, the good things we're doing, and where we're growing. Not and being, you know, being smart enough to know, you know, they've got to also look at the things they've got to improve because they're looking at it from a positive way, not a oh, you idiots, you, you don't do this, you don't do that, you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have done this. You know, there's, it's just how you handle those things and keeping them you know, focused on going forward and the fact that they're learning um, each week and that's what it's all about. Football is about learning till the day you finish. Yeah, and when you're having a lot of success, it's always the long game and unfortunately fans aren't that patient, yeah. but it's no. always a long game. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. I love how the club's been transparent about the succession plan with yourself and Benji and Robbie and Co. But yeah. you've known Benji ever since he was 17 years of age when you brought him down from Kebra Park yeah. late in the week to have a couple of runs in 2003. What's, his, yeah. what's going to be his greatest asset as a coach? Well, two. Uh, one, where do I go to two then? One, first of all, he is an intelligent football player. And, you know, I, as a coach... When I talk to players in a in a room, you know, uh, you know your team, you know who can see what you're thinking or what you're saying, rather. Uh, in other words, you know, they see it in their head. Other other guys have to go out and practice it. Benji's one of those guys that can see what you're saying without actually rehearsing it. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, the good players generally are like that. Uh, they don't mind sitting up the front of the room and answering a question. Whereas lots of the guys up the back don't want to answer a question like the schoolroom. But mm. in saying that, Benji's one of those guys that was always um, ahead of ahead of his of his time from the point of view of not only his game but the way he thought about the game. Um, 
he's still young enough and and to be remembered by those players as a as, you know, no one remembers the uh, eleven tries or so I scored in my in my career. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, but um, so he's still pertinent. Um, he's intelligent. Uh, he and Robbie in particular. If I said something and in six months' time I contradicted myself, they would pick it up. Yeah. So they're very very intelligent players. And showed that in the key positions that they played on the field. So um, I think that's going to hold him in the city. He has good rapport with younger ones, with the Islander boys in particular, obviously, from his background. Um, so there's uh, there's lots of pluses. The big thing, of course, you're going to learn is all the politics and all the other things that come with the game. The media, the politics, uh, you know, from winning your club and from without, the pressures and so on. The lunches you've got to go and do, the this, that, the other thing, and then dropping people and making tough decisions on people that affect their lives. So um, all those things will be coming in the future for him. Now, Sheenzy, we, uh, uh, before we yeah. let you go, before we let you go, we, um, we've got this, these quick little quick-fire questions that we get our guests to answer with uh, really simple answers. Don't yes. ask me about my favourite player, please. No, I'm not going <laughs> to ask you that. No, well, that would no. be Scott Sutler. No, yeah, yeah. Surely. You were, Scott. Yeah. You were, yeah. Top seven. Yeah. But anyway, um, from all yeah. the players you've coached, okay, which one – player would you pick if they had to win a race over 100 metres for your life out of all the players you've coached? Who, would, who, would, who could win it to save me? Yeah, over 100 metres. You can only pick one of your ex-players. Uh, uh, I'd go Kenny Nagus. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, the Kyogre yeah, flash. Yeah. yeah, he was great. He was great. Um, Kenny, Nagus, Kenny Nagus could run in any gear to stay in front of anyone. The yeah. harder they ran... The harder he ran. I remember. Um, I remember. I she remember it well. She wasn't far behind that either. Yeah, <laughs> he, he turned. He, uh, he had just. He had. He had X number of gears. Uh, Mullins too was pretty fair oh, yeah. as well. So I've been pretty lucky to have that yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The one player over the years that has that asked the most questions, the most inquisitive player. <laughs> uh, Liam Fulton. <laughs> <laughs> you don't a know what he's taking. A lunatic. Yeah, yeah right. he is crazy. Oh. Crazy. And remembers everything. Remembered everything. <laughs> remembered everything. Um, always query me. What are, you, what are we doing? What are you doing? Uh, you know, what do you think about this? Um, you know, and you go into the all his personal stuff too. Um, you know, I said to him, "Marry rich." <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and uh, he got that idea, and I think he went all right there too. But um, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, Fulton was full of full of. Full of queries okay. all the time. Last one before we let you go, and you've been great with your time. One player you would have loved to have coached, Sheenzy, but you didn't get the chance to. Oh, good question. Um, I've been lucky enough to coach quite a few. Uh, what in my coaching career or playing career? Or well, coaching career, coaching. I suppose, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting one. You, I know you sent me the questions, but I don't think I've had a chance to have a really good look at that one. Um, I would say Darren, although I did coach Darren Lockett. In the Australian team, yeah. But not on a week-to-week basis. In the Australian team, but not on a week-to-week basis, no. I think uh, he, he and, uh, well, you know, Thurston, him and Cronk were all brilliant to work with. But I had with Greg Alexander and Ricky and... Princey and Ricky Stewart, I had, I had a pretty good run with halfbacks too, mate. So, yeah. but Darren, Darren was just that, uh, you know, unbelievable athlete. Um, could break a game open, that sort of thing. But um, you know, 
Would I swap him for Laurie Daly? Probably not. So mm. you go, so I'm all over the place, mate. <laughs> yeah. Place. No, you've coached plenty of it. Listen, could sit here and talk to you for hours. Always Absolutely. value your view on the game. Always giving with your time. A big game this Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium for the West Tigers up against the Brisbane mm. Broncos. So West Tigers fans, yep. if you are in Queensland, get out to Suncorp Stadium and give the boys a hand on Saturday night. Tim Sheens, coach of the West Tigers, thank you very much for your time tonight on Sports Day. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All the best, guys. Oh. Yeah, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Serrano. Timmy Sheen's there. What a great chap. That's a... it's just it, wisdom. You can, you can feel it coming out of him. Yeah. Like, you know, I think they just need to be a little bit of patience there at West Tigers. I yeah. think things might start to turn around. I tipped him as my team to improve this year. So they still might. I, I believe. They still might. They still might. Let's get to a break. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. First corner of the match. Murphy just swinging in towards the far post. One by Morrison. Uh, shouts for handball on the line. It's going to come ahead for Goad. And that's a brilliant stop from Handcuff. Sensational save from the goalkeeper. Hey, a couple of great things to come out of the US. in and out burger. And a lady by the name of Hensley Handcuff, who's playing for the Raw at the moment and made that terrific save. And also Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, yeah. Is mm. that – I want to ask Hensley this. She'll help us out because she's from the good old USA. Uh, Hensley, quick question. Uh, does buffalo sauce actually come from a buffalo? <laughs> No, that would be funny, but <laughs> Buffalo is everything that you guys think it is. It's one of my favorite spots to go for a bite to eat. Well, it can't you can't have chicken wings without buffalo sauce, can you? Like True. you can't watch sport without buffalo sauce all over your fingers. Oh, 100%. That's just kind of the way we do it and it's just part of the I mean entertainment series. I feel like you have to have some good food to go with watching sports and what better than Buffalo Wings. Exactly, exactly. Now we just heard the the audio then of a tremendous save against Melbourne Victory, one all draw on the end. Now, as a goalie, and you you are a very good goalie, uh, Hensley, uh, for the Raw. Now, tell us from a from a goalie's point of view, are you just what part of the body are you looking at from your opposition player just as they strike? to know which way you're going to go. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of growing up, you were taught to look at the hips of the player to see where they're facing. But now uh, at this professional level and even back in the United States, players are able to manipulate their bodies in certain ways to where you may think they're going one way and they can completely go the other way. So a lot of it has to do with timing. And um, as long as you kind of can be set and reactive to the player striking the ball, but there are certain ways that you can tell which way it's going by the way they're facing their hips, um, the forward motion of their foot when in contact with the ball. There's just a lot of little things that you look for that come naturally now to this point also. Chatting to Hensley Handcuff uh, here on Sports Day. Watch Brisbane Raw A-League matches live on Paramount+. Plus. Now, Hensley, um, you've come from on loan from Gotham FC, which is around New Jersey, isn't it, from, from memory. Now, when you look at where you've come from to where you are right now, what are the noticeable differences just from everyday life, society? Well, there's no Batman, for starters. <laughs> she hasn't heard that before, yeah. has she? Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, for starters, the weather is a lot different here. It's a lot hotter here, and kind of what I've been used to is a lot of snow, a lot of cold up in the United States, up there in New York and New Jersey. Um, it does get quite warm, but at the same time, it does not get as muggy as it does here. So that's a lot different. Um, and then I'm also kind of used to a lot of city life. Brisbane is a great city, and it's a lot of fun to be around, but it's, uh, I would say, a little bit smaller than kind of the New York City that I'm used to seeing. Um and, of course, the accents are different. It probably took me about three months to get used to what everybody was saying and figure out what far out meant. Everybody kept saying far <laughs> out. And I'm like, what, what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? So just, I've, I've picked up on a couple phrases here and there that I'm definitely going to bring back to the U.S. with me. Nice. Uh, being from Oklahoma, have you met Josh Giddy? And second part of the, uh, the question is, what's Oklahoma famous for? Um, I have not met Josh Giddy yet, but I would love to. It would be cool (laughs) to go back there and connect, kind of, and and learn more about each other's history, but that would be cool. Oklahoma is definitely known for not a lot, but I would say that uh, coming from Oklahoma, the things growing up that I hold near and dear to my heart is American football, Mm -hmm. um, country, country singers and country songs, Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert. Um, What else? Just kind of a lot of farms and ranches, honestly, too. I mean, it's it's very, depending where you live, it can be very, very country. Um, I'm from Edmond, which is right outside Oklahoma City. So the Oklahoma City Thunder, that's, that's who Josh Giddy plays for. And yep. honestly, the only thing to do is to go to Oklahoma City Thunder games on a Friday night. So that's what most people are doing. So farming life to now being in southeast Queensland, you say you live in Brizzy, but you love spending time on the Goldie, around the beaches. That's that's a massive contrast, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, I grew up landlocked. The closest beach towards me was about a 12-hour drive, so mm. I never really was going to the beach. And, you know, now being able to shoot down to Burley or Snapper Rocks or even going up to the sunny coast has been wonderful. I, I, I love it. I remember the first time I went to the beach here, I called my mom afterwards and said, Mom, I've never seen waves this big in my entire life. It's it's just crazy. And the coolest the coolest part about it is the kids that are like eight years old learning how to surf on these massive waves. I mean, it's it's cool. I love the fact you said sunny coast, because that's what the locals say. And one piece of advice, don't swim in the Brisbane River. All right. It's Don't do it. No, you you'll mm. you'll you'll die. <laughs> or you might grow another head. Yes. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I, I don't plan on it. Hey, um, now your head coach, Gareth McPherson, uh, McPherson. Don't know a lot about him, to be honest. Can, can you tell us a little bit about him as a coach and, and the influence he's had since you've had to make that transition to Australia? Yeah, he's been wonderful, especially helping out in my transition. It's always hard for an international player to come to a different country that's, you know, completely across the world. And so he's just been wonderful kind of making sure I have everything I need in the beginning and making sure I'm good on and off the field. I've learned a lot from him about playing out of the back and and I've been able to pick his brain on his soccer knowledge, which has been wonderful. And he's, he's just been awesome. And, you know, this season it's been rough with kind of the things that were thrown at us and having to deal with losing um, international players to their clubs in Sweden and just a bunch of different stuff. But I am really proud of the team and having him as a coach deal with all this adversity. Yeah, great stuff. Now, before we let you go, Vegemite, have you tried it? And what was your opinion? Mm. Mm. 
I I can't do it. I I try and I try. I try to have it with avo on my toast. I try to have it with butter. I try to have it with cream cheese, and I just I can't do it. I have been told though that you guys put it in babies' mouths whenever they're young, and that's why everybody likes it because they just grew up eating it. You know yeah, what I mean? On so, toast, on toast, yeah. yeah. I've, I've tried, but it, it's just not for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're going to make you an honorary Aussie, but we can't now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep trying, I guess, but, man, it's, it's rough. Just put salt on it if you really want something so salty. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a great idea. Well, you guys eat peanut butter and jelly, so you can't knock our Vegemite. Exactly. Exactly. You guys don't have peanut butter and jelly? You don't have the pre-game PB&Js? No. 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 I, I remember I've gone over to America and I had a beautiful oh. peanut butter and jelly roll from Potbelly's, which was one of the franchises over there. Oh, Potbelly Deli. I love Potbelly Deli. That place is the best. Yeah. Potbelly Deli. I like that. <laughs> Righty, listen, good luck. We could talk about food for, for the rest of the day. Trust me. Uh, good luck against you in your final game against Perth Glory this Saturday at Perry Park, 2 o'clock. Uh, quickly, what are your plans after this season? Yeah, well, I have full intentions in heading into another season, whether that be in the NWSL or going internationally again. I'm looking at all of my options right now, and I don't really have anything set in stone. I am going to take a little bit of time to rest and recover, but I'm really looking forward to the next season for me, whether that's going to be in the U.S., whether that's going to be somewhere in England, and I guess you guys are just going to sit tight to wait to see what I'm going to do next. Rightio, a Hensley handcuff, uh, goalie for the Brisbane Raw. Hey, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thank you guys for having me. Watch every Izuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount+. Plus. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday night. Gee, the week's going quick. Have you missed me the last couple of days? You no, would have. Yeah, well, no, you did. The listeners should <laughs> tell you that. Was, was uh, Beryl from Birong, uh, nah. was she frothing, uh, wanting to know where I was? Nope. Oh. Game day squad, create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. I'm, this is uh, taking over. It, it is, but it's, uh, I, Sats, I'm no good at this as well. I'm no good at this. It's like your children. You've just got to you got to nurture it. You've got to keep an eye on it all the time. You can't just let it go. You know my kids. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't good at that either. Yeah. Uh, joining us now from Game Day Squad is Callum Stone. G'day, Callum. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Yeah, good, 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 mate. Got you on because we need your help. Oh, well, I need your help anyway. I'm currently sitting 768. On 879 points, and I see the leader is on 3,000 points. Mate, I need help. <laughs> yeah, it's a competitive uh, competitive start to the year, which is awesome because it just means that people love love footy and everyone's excited footy's back and a lot of people are spending a bit of time playing fantasy sport, which is awesome. It's, uh, I don't know if uh, for your listeners out there, if they haven't played it before, if you love your footy, fantasy sport is a perfect game that goes along with it because, yeah, it's just about using the knowledge that you pick up from watching all the games on the weekend and putting it into practice against your mates and seeing who comes out on top. Yeah, the website and especially the app as well, it's really easy to navigate. Um, now, Callum, 
Can I ask you, I look at my cards and all my players are gathering really good points. I've got some some couple of smoky players that are going really well. Matt Dory from Parramatta accumulates a lot of points. Tom Gilbert from the from the Dolphins. Now, positional-wise, outside of goal kickers and the regular point scorers that attract a lot of the, the fantasy points, is there a position that usually each week is attracting the most amount of points? Yeah, I, I would say it's still your halves. People people go 50-50 on whether they want to put the spend the salary cap on the halves or on the winger fullback spots because they just seem to be where the superstars of the game are. So on the weekend, for example, Nico Hines came back and he scored the highest score. He scored 107 points, which was just an awesome game. He dominated. Put that in perspective, the highest score before him was Turbo the week before on um, 90 points. So the players that can get their hands on the footy, regardless of where that is, um, yeah, generally dominate the game. But in saying that, the leader of game-based squad at the moment for the season is actually Grant in the hooker position. So yeah, while traditionally it's those positions, it, yeah, if someone's playing well, they can still uh, yeah, be doing well. Now, the exciting part about this, Callum, is each week, if you're just for signing up on the app, you get a new pack of cards, just like you got your, your scaling cards back in the 70s and 80s. So you get a new pack of cards every Monday to open up. Correct. Yeah. So sometimes if you're if you like yourself and you're not happy with how you went on the weekend on a Monday just for jumping on the app, there should be three player cards sitting there and packs ready to open. So hopefully you get some good players. Um, yeah. Last thing you want is after a poor weekend to get some some duds in the pack. So yeah, something to get your Monday going. Hopefully you get some good players. Now Scooter Thirteen, which is me. I'm sitting 161 first on the leaderboard. How's that possible? Because I've got good players, and the good part about it, I've got Tommy Trebojevic. And I don't ever want to trade him, even when he gets injured. And just say he was out for the rest of the season, I would just, I just put him to the side as a reserve, wouldn't I, Callum? Because I hold on to him for future in case I want to sell him. Yeah, correct. So one thing that we do different from the other fantasy platforms is we're what we call a dynasty platform, which means we don't reset our squads at the end of the year. So that Tommy Turbo card you have, you actually have that card forever. So if you think he's going to be a gun in the competition for the next 5, 10, 15 years, then, yeah, there's no point getting rid of him off a you know, hamstring injury or a bad run of form. Nice. Would you have Lomax? I'm, going to, I'm updating my team as we do the interview. Would you have Lomax or Jennings in the centres? Lomax. Okay. He's a goal kicker. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. He's not going too well, though. Yeah, I was going to say, we're avoiding the, uh, the, the Dragons players at the moment. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we'd be, yeah, not too well, not too well. But, um, yeah, that's the thing about Game Day Squad. Everyone can sit here and be like, I think this person's going to do well or I think that's going to be the person's going to do well. And that's the beauty about fantasy sport. You can go against other people and what they think. And, yeah, ultimately there'll be a competition and people can see who comes out on top. Good stuff. I'm loving it. Yeah, right. Where do we go to, to sign up? GameDaySquad.com.au if you're on your desktop or if you've got your phone there, jump on and download the Game Day Squad app from either the Google Store or the Apple Store. So it's free to download, it's free to play, so anyone can jump in and get started. Now, the only thing you need to do, you've got to have some sort of scratch and sniff type feature on your app so I can smell that. Remember that Scanlon's uh, bubble gum you used to get out of the pack? Can you make that happen, Callum? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We have spoken to Apple about trying to get that, but they, they said it's too difficult. We'd have to sell no it with way. all the phones, and yeah, too much, too much, uh, too much work to do. So unfortunately, we'll we'll see what we can do. The way technology is going, maybe in the future we can build something in. Right, yeah. Game day squad. Uh, create coach. Compete in fantasy footy. Be the coach and win. Play for free today. Callum Stone from Game Day Squad. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate.
Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. Yeah, certainly is about to wrap up the show. It's going uh, too soon. The big news outside of rugby league today is that Peter Bowl has been cleared by two independent laboratories for EPO. Yeah. There was no signs of it at all. Do you know what? I, I'm a little bit embarrassed, as will a lot of other media people who try to have an opinion on a lot of things. When, when he came out that his sample A was positive and he was just waiting for sample B and he came out on Instagram and he put a, a really good post out of just claiming his innocence saying I would never ever engage in any performance enhancing drugs yada 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 everyone's response including mine was if the, if the A sample's positive very mm. rarely is the B sample negative and it, as you said two independent laboratories have said no he didn't have any in his system at all so now well one his image was destroyed and could still face some embarrassment around world athletics, a way that he's possibly viewed. Uh, I hope that I hope that's not the case. Um, but, but they haven't even dropped the case yet. I know. Like yep. honestly, mm. this is bureaucratic madness yep. at its best. Sats. This guy. And the word we the word we keep hearing is process. It's yeah, the process. You know, you know what? Like, stuff your process. They're embarrassed. Yeah. They've made absolute idiots of themselves. This guy potentially can't earn any money whilst this – yes, he can train, but he can't earn – like some sponsors be going, well, he hasn't been cleared yet. I'm not going to pour my money into him because I'm not, I'm not sure. And then I read he was set to be named the Young Australian of the Year. So he's missed that in January. He's missed out on that. I'm no lawyer. But he's got a case. Oh, well, the Australian Sports Drug Testing Laboratory, which is the acronym is ASDTL, they've been labelled as inexperienced and incompetent by his legal team. And, then, yeah, they demand the investigation to be dropped right now. So, you know, again, to try and save face, they will try and find some way that he had any sort of sam- sample, doesn't matter how minute it may be, oh, come to on. save face. And it's, it's ridiculous. It, what, it, what is it to? Come on, that's ridiculous. Exactly. Let yeah. the kid go. Let him run. And apologise. Yep. Apologise and say he was not guilty. There was something wrong with our testing process. Two other... And write a check. Yeah. Two very well-known labs have said there was nothing. Mm. Just get it right, would you? We're going to go. Look at us. We're just... Two men yelling at a crowd. <laughs> Were you going to say a crowd? A crowd. Yeah, both. Mm. Uh, we're going to go. We'll be back tomorrow night. Because for Thursday night football, we'll catch you then. Goodbye.